passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. USA! USA! Shot clock turned off. Calvary. Hall. Eight to shoot. Hall. The runner! Loose ball! It's good! Williams Goss comes out of the pack. Matthews for three. Oh, my goodness! Morrison. Six. It's time for Zag's Hoop Talk with Jack and Zach on the Believe Podcast Network. Oh, wow. Here's Jack Ferris. They found mold in my apartment. And Rob Zachary. All I was thinking about is, like, how do you know which things to use to wipe? Believe in the Zags. He's Rob Zachary. I'm Jack Ferris. And pardon my French, Rob. What the what hell? Say? What the hell? What a three! It's Wednesday again. Mm-hmm. Wednesday's like our new day, and this news is so fresh. We're just random. Yeah, yeah. This news is so fresh. I'm not going to sit on it for 48 hours before I publish it. I'm going to turn this around today, because dear lord, every day there's there's more Zag news. Talk and to me. We can't keep our our heads on straight. Fortunately, we have. If you want information on the Zags, Rob, I'll tell you who we have for you today. We have the sports information director, Barry. Barry Barrett Henderson. He's going to join us. If you've, you, you've probably heard the name Barrett Henderson, and if you don't know who he is, he is the well-dressed guy at the end of the Zags bench every game who looks like he could be a manager. I was going to say more. He is the swaggiest guy in the whole building. He is. He is cool as a cucumber and he dresses well. He knows. What yeah, he's- absolutely. Like the way he walks into the building, it's, it's almost like he owns it. And I respect him for that completely. Yeah. Good for Barry. We'll probably talk about his, uh, his day-to-day game wardrobe and, and really a disappointing season last year for the Zags in terms of style. Right. So we'll, we'll get him to weigh in on that. Corey Kispert gets a preseason All-American nod, CBS Sports. We go to bed Sunday night thinking we have a world-class preseason tournament in Orlando. Wake up Monday, realize oh, that's not happening. But then we get something even better. Maybe we're going to talk about it with Barrett. And then the biggest deal, the biggest thing I saw, I mean, the, not the biggest deal, obviously, but the thing that really got me going was a zag i can't even say twitter troll social media troll because he used facebook uh got arrested 
Now, Detail- you need to explain this to me. I need to know what happened. Details coming up, buddy. Details coming up. That's what we in the biz call a tease. Oh, you are always a tease, Jack. Well, Rob, the NBA season is in full swing. You might not be at the game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. It says host to insert a story about their latest bet, what they're thinking, blah, 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 blah. I have a bet with a good friend of mine who we're betting on who's going to win the NFC South. Aha. Um, my guess is you're on the Saints and he's on the Bucks. Oh, wow. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. Anyway, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always the casino as well. It never closes. So head to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag. Sign up today, Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Jack. What's up, buddy? Dude, I'm just so impressed how you can read my mind now. Like you knew exactly well, the team. It, it, it's getting weird. Our relationship. Like, I feel true. like you're finishing my sentences a little Sandwiches. bit more. Yep. You know, well, I wouldn't give myself too much credit because you're a big saints fan and the, the bucks are the, the sexy team in town. Speaking of sexy. <laughs> he's bringing sexy back. We're joined now by sports information director, Barrett Henderson. Barrett, are you, are you at the office right now? Are you in the belly of the beast? Committed. I am here in the McCarthy Athletic Center, and that's probably the most excited uh, I've ever heard sports information directors said, because after Matt Bolden and Tyler Seth, I don't know what I'm going to give you guys. I mean, that's oh, tough facts to follow. You've, you're already giving us plenty. Well, you're, you're wearing clothes, so you're, you're a little bit more professional than Matt. I mean, Tyler without a shirt on, have you seen that? I mean, <laughs> you can't follow that. Not yet. Oh, we're talking about Matt. We're talking about Matt, my bad. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barrett Henderson, so our social media intern uh, tipped me off a couple of weeks ago, said you should have Barry on. And I was like, Barry's the SID. He's too close. He's too close to the man. He can't come on with us. And then he was like, give it a shot. And sure enough, we text Barrett just yesterday after a cancellation, Cuso. And yep. Barrett's like, well, sure. Well, I, I, I'm a backup? Yeah, well, no, you're, you're not yeah, a backup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, my bad. Oh, my you're bad. not a backup. <laughs> you're not a backup. Actually, it, <laughs> it worked out because – I, two weeks ago, Barrett, or maybe three weeks ago, I tried to piece together what the schedule looks like because it's not in some uniform area. Even the school website, and I mean, I don't blame them, doesn't have all the games in there because who knows what the hell is going to happen. So my first question to you, Barrett, is what the hell is going on? When did you know that Orlando tournament was off? How did that, how did that come across your desk? So being that I'm at work and my response to you yesterday, I'll just be PC right off the bat and tell you that I know as much as you guys know. And every single time you learn something, it's usually when I learn something. Um, I, I don't believe that, of, but okay. Well, I mean, I heard a little bit of rumblings the night before that that was a possibility. Um, but yeah, uh, things were not trending the right way for Orlando. And, um, and that's, that, just, what was the reasoning? Did they have any reasoning for it, or is it just like uh, too many cases, or what? Well, I, I think that there was just uh, I think some agreements going to be reached between a lot of the schools. I wouldn't say Gonzaga. I mean, I don't think that was really on our end, but no. there was a lot of teams that were uh, kind of dropping out of that event. And um, I mean, Gonzaga is going down there to play two or three really good games, and. 
if those aren't options anymore, then we got to look elsewhere. So Monday morning it's announced and how quickly do you hear the Kansas news, the Kansas Auburn news? Was that always like a, a safety net? Was that going to happen regardless of Orlando? No. So I'll be honest with you. I'm on like this text chain and I got a text about Kansas. Monday wait, morning. wait, 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 I can't go into all. Come life. on. Who else is on but, that chain? But uh, I get that text and I'm like, uh, wow. Okay. But what I've learned through this whole thing, as you mentioned, the schedule's changing. I probably have had six different variations to a word document schedule uh, <laughs> since the summer. So I've learned not to get too worked up about it. And, you know, when we tip off uh, against Kansas on November 25th, that's when I'll believe that we're playing Kansas on November 25th. Oh, okay. So what's your confidence level right now? Zero well, to 100. I mean, everything's changed so much. Like, no matter if it's college football, college basketball, like it's tough to, I mean, Florida's a long ways away, like distance and time. So there's a lot that could change between now and then, but I would love for that game to happen. I'm a big college basketball fan and the headlines around that game alone, like we're number one last year, net rating, net rating. They're number two and that's how the season ended. So you're looking at the top two teams right. uh, from last year's college basketball season. I got to imagine, though, there's got to be like a deadline for this game's going to happen or not. Like a week into it, five days, a day before. Like when yeah, can I, I just hype pull out? I, I would think so. I mean, it's a four team event. So you got two other teams also there. But uh, yeah, I think you're going to get to a point where teams got to travel all the way across the country. So it may happen. But, you know, I remember sitting here last year in March and watching a Big East tournament game. They went until halftime, then it stopped. So I feel like until the game ends, I don't even know if it exists. So, Right now, to help the people understand, do you have that Word document up with a schedule on it? Can you read through the schedule? <laughs> because I'm also looking at we're trying to bring in some, some cupcake games to McCarthy mm-hmm. in December. But that's obviously not on the school website as of yet. This is just Jim Meehan inside stuff. So what? Yeah, and I would say Jim Meehan's been accurate in what he's put out there so far, the contracted games. Um, December 29th against Dixie State and December 8th against Tarleton State. Those are two games that are going to happen. Now, Dixie. does the Dixie State, do they have the Dixie flag for their – no? You no. know, unfortunately, Rocky, <laughs> so you, you won't be able to enjoy that during the game. You know? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Jim Meehan, his article uh, about the, the, the schedule issues, the opening line is such. Gonzaga's schedule is a work in progress, but the Zags' rebounding ability seems to be in midseason form. Jim Meehan, ladies and gentlemen. That's art right there. <laughs> uh, Barrett, as you're talking to us behind you on the wall is those uh, uh, poster schedules that are usually all over campus, all over Spokane at this time. How, how can people get their hands on, on poster schedules this year? What do they look like? So uh, they'll look different. Um, there'll be no schedule on there, but there will be uh, student athletes on there. So those will be out here soon enough. Uh, I believe they're going to print next week. So uh, we will have uh, posters this year once again. Are you able to interact with the players or, or are you having to be like on your bubble as well? Uh, there's interaction going on, Rob. Uh, I, I keep my mask on, of course, and keep a safe distance. 
but yeah, yeah, there's definitely interaction going on, setting up interviews with those guys and uh, all that good stuff. Yeah, so a lot of people who may not understand what an SID's job is, you are pretty much the buffer between the media and these and the players. So I imagine, just like fans, it takes a couple of months. It takes until about December, mid-December. It takes the fans time to get familiar with the incoming freshmen. Usually at this point, my guess is you know the, the younger guys pretty well because you have there's got to be a certain amount of trust between you, right? And I, I'm guessing yeah, that time yeah. – I'm guessing they don't really know the Barry we know as of yet. I mean, who does, Jack? I mean, hey. it's, it's an exclusive <laughs> field that gets to know all that. Uh, yeah, but I like to get to know the freshman guys, the incoming guys. Um, and I like for them to get to know me, understand that, hey, I'm not just going to throw every single interview request that Jalen Suggs is going to get. Like, he gets a lot. Um, you know, there's some weeding out there of requests that happens. Um, so I want him to understand that right after that. But also, I'm not going to put – a freshman who just walked on campus in front of a camera for a live interview until I get that trust with them. Well, then, and that being said, was it crazy? Is it crazier with Suggs or is it crazier with Rui Hachimura? Uh, no doubt. Rui Hachimura. Uh, that one's going to be hard to beat in my career. I mean, <laughs> the amount of uh, awkward pauses I had when somebody bowed to me, from Japanese media and I was sticking my hand out to shake their hand. And then I realized I needed to bow too. So it was like a half bow, half handshake. Oh, oh yeah. So go yeah. So go So you, you learned some things while Rui was there. I mean, you could have taught me more, but mm. I did learn. By the way, what's your deal? Do you still work here? <laughs> I do work there. I do work there. Unfortunately, I got to meet with some, somebody who's trying to buy season tickets today. I got a meeting today, but you know, I don't have an office there. I can here. tell you dressed up, so I appreciate no, that. Man. No, 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 no. This is this is just for you, baby. That's a lot of but, clothes. That's a yeah, lot of clothes. Yeah, this is a lot of clothes. But I, I don't have an office, Barry. I'll just be wandering the halls. I don't want to spread the disease. Hey, man, that's appreciated. We need you know, that around here. I, if, if I had an office, I'd be in every day. But I don't – I. The, no one brought that to my attention. So I may have an empty office right across the way from me. You, you can hop in if you want. You put my name on there. I'm there, baby. Okay. I'm getting the Sharpie up. Barry, uh, if you follow Barrett Henderson on social media, you will see that uh, every Thanksgiving tournament, he has a real tough time, uh, be it in the Bahamas or Maui, uh, frolicking in the waves with uh, significant others and our social media intern. Uh, two years ago, the Zags beat Duke in the Maui final. Okay. And the next day, a dude who I guess was a big Duke fan. Have you seen the story yet? Barrett? I saw it yesterday. That was okay. crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He posts on Gonzaga's Facebook site, some pretty much death threats, like wait till I get on campus and get my hands on just a really cool guy. Yeah. yeah. And then just recently he makes the same kind of threats to Ohio state. And I don't know what? if it was I don't know if it was Monday or Tuesday. Dude gets arrested. I guess he's a 29-year-old Michigan alum living in Livermore, I believe it is. And Livermore, for those who aren't familiar, is like the Ritzville of the Bay Area. Yeah, he's living in his out. mom. He's living in his mom's basement. 
29 year old virgin that's what he sounds like <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know i i have a hard time believing that he's a michigan alum i mean generally that's pretty smart people he said uh he said about the death threats he was having uh he was having a bad day he was having a rough go during all those death threats uh my question to you barrett is how aware are you i can't imagine you guys get a ton of of death threats uh, I have not received any myself. Uh, <laughs> to say that. My job's not that crazy, but no, no, I, uh, that was the first I've heard of that. Um, understandably, you know, uh, Duke was better than the Cavs last year from what, or two years ago from what we were told. So uh, it's hard to believe that Gonzaga, who doesn't play anybody, was able to beat him. So, Well, did you ever hear about the letters from the prisoner, Barry? No. Uh, what do you got for me, Rob? You, Jack, I told you this story about the prisoner. You, I mean, I maybe. So there was always, when I was at GU, there was this huge Zag fan from prison, Geiger, who would watch all our games and send letters in like, I wish I was a fly in the wall when you guys were in the locker room. And, <laughs> and, and David Stockton, you're my favorite player. And I just... I wish I could picture you guys giving each other wedgies all the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> you did tell me that. So, was his first name Geiger, or he just went by, like, a MacGyver kind of thing? Uh, MacGruber. No, I don't MacGruber, know. Yeah. He, he, we have those type of people out there that are fanatics, you know, and it's scary to know that we're always on their minds, I guess. It's even these psychopaths in Michigan. I mean, I'm not going to go to that extent with Psychopath, but I will say uh, my wife is a huge Gonzaga fan, and it's like tears when they lose. Uh, and it's like sending me texts during the game like, hey, why the hell would Corey take that shot? You got to tell him. Yeah. And like, hey, make sure a coach is doing the right thing. Like, I'm going to go <laughs> over to Coach View and be like, hey, man, uh, there's an observation that was on TV by my wife yeah uh, yeah just a heads up so, just a heads up i need you to do this you know yeah barrett i mentioned so. that uh zach fans may have heard the name barrett henderson and uh if you're looking for mr henderson on tv he's the sharply dressed manager looking guy at the end of the bench between, Too cool. uh, between the media row and gonzaga basketball do you ever get recognized uh, out on the streets, I've got, Spokane. I've got more. Um, hey, I recognize you from somewhere, and then there's like they're a Gonzaga fan, but I no, not like that. So okay, okay. Yeah. People who already know because my mom takes a picture of me and posts it on Facebook every single time. Like, mom, I'm getting kind of old. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, let's season that season one, mom. Season one, yeah. let's do it, yeah. and then let, let's 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 back. We're off in season bit. seven now. What would be probably the hardest thing? to deal with in your position just filtering out the the crazies like i don't know the fans or what's the hardest thing to filter i guess or yeah i mean there's some of that um but you get to know these guys personally and you get attached to them traveling with them on this on road trips during the season and then you know um like 2018-19 uh like that that season was special and those guys were all really tight and there was definite expectation there and the immediacy of losing and the tournament um, and the season being over uh, like against Texas tech, that, that was a tough locker room and that was tough on me. And then to go to 
like guys who you've really been attached with and saying, Hey, I need you to come out and do these interviews. Meanwhile, they're just bawling and like watching a TV interview, like press them on like a, like perk, like he made that, you know, little bit of air there at the end of the game. And it was like, that was a deciding factor of why we lost. But I mean, I had a really great relationship with perk and that, and that was tough to, to watch him go through that, which you wanted to step in and be like, Hey, enough. We don't need to do that right now. That Texas tech year was also the Jimmy Kimmel year. What was your, it was, uh, yeah. what was your involvement there and how did it, when did it first come across your lap and what, what was the first tiny little snowflake that eventually turned into that big snowball? Uh, so through this job, I've got to, to, uh, to get to know some pretty cool people, meet cool people, Craig Robinson from the office. He's awesome guy. Uh, he's a Zag guy. But, he's a Zag fan. Well, I think we've got him that way. Yeah. Okay. He's, He's got his Zag gear, but, uh, you know, I got to, to know the people who work at Jimmy Kimmel, some of the producers there, and um, they were all in on the Gonzaga deal before I even met with them. And I reached out and uh, said, hey, we got a media availability in our locker room just here in Anaheim. It'd be cool if, if we could tie together somehow. And they said, so, so wait, out. so wait, so wait. And you, so, so Kimmel already made the like Gonzaga is a fake school. And then you reached out? following that yeah yeah so kind of jumped on that and so barry created the monster uh i think that's barry Barry is a monster jack that's your problem so (laughs) i thought i I thought it was hilarious because spokane people i couldn't tell some were obviously in on the joke but a lot of people i thought were offended (laughs) that kimmel actually like obviously kimmel was joking spokane's a real city he knows that yeah. What, what was your experience as it got bigger and bigger? Oh, they were great to work with. And I mean, they loved it on their end. And, uh, you know, your social media intern was able to uh, meet with Jimmy Kimmel along with a few other guys who got some tickets to the show. And, you know, he spoke really highly of us. Um, and he sent us an email and he was like, hey, I'm a Zags fan now. And it was tough to see you guys lose in your season end. So, um, that's something that's definitely going to continue. Uh, it was, for, you know, it was helpful that we played in LA for those regionals and that was close to them, but, uh, that's definitely not going to be the last that you hear from Jimmy Kimmel and Gonzaga. So, yeah. Uh, Huddy, our social media intern and a couple of other guys went and saw, uh, a live taping down there right before we lost to Texas tech. And why were, how were you not there? Were you, uh, doing, the your, you were doing your job. You're doing your job. Yeah. Yeah. Media was going on during that time. So, <laughs> I actually had Guillermo in the locker room while those guys, uh, believe it or not, they told me it was like a six hour drive, even though it was like a 40 minute drive, but (laughs) yeah. So they were gone all day long. Um, but I was working. So do you stay with on the road typically in pre COVID times? Uh, Joshua Cox. Uh, What? Yeah. Barry, we, I need to go on the road so you can be my roommate. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, you know, Josh and I, we do have this thing to where we both, first thing we do when we walk in the hotel room, we knock that thermostat down to like 62, 64, whatever it gets. And then we just freeze out the whole time. Amen. And get under those covers. That's the best yeah. part. Yeah. Yeah. Do you I guys have not, a twin twin or share a bed? I, I was just saying uh, separate, <laughs> covers, separate covers. On the road, has there ever been, because I guess for the most part, you know, at the beginning of the season, here's your travel roommates and, and that's it. I guess, Rob, this is a question for you too. Has it ever been where 
a couple of weeks in midway through the season, one dude's like, I cannot live with this guy anymore. You need to get me yes. a new roommate on the road. Yes. Details and names. Numerous please. times. Um, I never had the same roommate throughout my whole career. During the season. The so, so, so people, season. so people were trying to get away from you. I'm, I really am starting to think that might be the case. Didn't you just say you want to be my roommate? Hold on a second. <laughs> I don't have bad habits. I don't have bad habits. I only want to be the furthest away from the door. That's all my, that's the only thing I ask for, for my bed, you know, the bed that's furthest away. But my first rook, my freshman year, we had, I had Theo Davis till halfway through the season. Then I had Bubba and then Alex Hernandez. Then my next year was Alex Hernandez and someone else. I can't remember who else. I feel yeah. like there's more to the story than just wanting to be furthest away from the door if they all want to get a new room. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, I think it's a red light when you're staying with coaches and managers. Like you're yeah, listening no, it's a no, it's a problem. It's a real problem. And then I had Andy... And, uh, no, I had Kelly my third year and Will Foster wanted to kill Sam Dower because Sam would, he has this like shaking of his foot. So he, Will was um, annoyed with it. So he sent, he sent, uh, Sam with me one year and then I had Meech and Steve one year and then I had Gary the last year, Gary lasted the whole year, but I've had that many roommates through on the road. Uh, Barry, you mentioned the heartbreak post Texas Tech game, and I imagine the national championship game was pretty tough too. Removing those instances, uh, what's the toughest part of your gig? What do you hate the most? I guess, sub question which member of Spokane Media do you hate the most? Ooh. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I know who, Sean. I know Sean. It's Sean, isn't it? John yeah, Whitmer? you know, all his, uh, his dumb questions for radio. I mean, come on, Sean. Yeah, Slim. We've had him on the show. It's probably him. I guarantee it. I mean, there's definitely a balancing act. I'm, I'm not just the SID for men's basketball. I mean, women's soccer, uh, men's and women's cross country, women's soccer, men's soccer, uh, track and field, uh, men's and women's golf. So it's really tough to – to balance um, all of those teams along with a top five. So you've been on vacation team. all fall, haven't you? This has been, it's been different. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, been, it's certainly been different. <laughs> it's just been real quiet except for the basketball. And as the... I imagine your gig as the SID for Gonzaga basketball is a lot different than the SID, say, for uh, LMU basketball or USF basketball. Is there like an SID brotherhood? In the WCC, uh, do you guys get along? Are you bros? I wouldn't say bros, but, I mean, there's definitely, like, I'm not going to put those guys down or, like, hey, I noticed your game those haven't changed since week two. Um, you know, if somebody's, like, 0-18 in the conference, there's only so many positive things they can talk about, but I'm not going to study their notes and start, you know, critiquing them by any means. So are you responsible for that, putting together the game notes ahead of time? Or one of your, one of your like, intern? Uh, largely, people? it's me. Uh, I had an intern who was great. She graduated last year um, who would update a lot of the numbers right after the game. Um, but, yeah, that's a lot of me there. And Matt. Which... And Matt. Matt. 
Your buddy. What does it matter, Mark? Oh, yeah, yeah, my other intern. Yeah, well, he graduated. Matt's gone. You don't even remember, Barry. That's not on me now, Barry. I know a few Matts, man. There's a Matt who works here. But, yeah, I forgot he was your Matt. My bad, man. <laughs> you, need to, you need to have Matt on next week is what you need oh, to do. I- I made. I feel like I helped develop that guy at Gonzaga. No question. Good old Matt. Go ahead, Barry. We asked this. Uh, we we've asked this a couple of media guys on on the show, and I'm guessing it was probably early in your Zag career, year one or year two. But did you ever have a moment where you screwed up and Coach Few gave you a stern talking to and scared oh. you straight? Yeah, I mean, everybody goes through it. You don't even have to screw up, but if he's in that mood, <laughs> I mean, you just, you you steer clear of that. I mean, you look for uh, those opportunities and you <laughs> you stay away from them. Um, yeah, there's definitely been the look. Uh, there's been some times where he didn't want to do an interview. And, I mean, there's a, there's a little look that you know after a while. So, Who are his, in national media, who are his guys? I know he's got guys. Who are his guys that he'll always do an interview for? He's got a great relationship with a lot of guys. Um, I mean, it's tough to list them all out. I feel like I'm going to miss somebody, and then that's going to come back to me. So I probably should just be PC here, Jack. Okay, clear of that. But well, well I mean, he has a lot of a lot of guys. Top of the food chain would be Scott Van Pelt, right? When that interview oh, request, no question, yeah. When SCP, that, yeah. When that request yeah. from SVP comes, how quickly do you streamline it and say, Coach, we have SVP this afternoon or tonight or whenever it is? Uh, do you ever turn well, it down? Off, do you ever turn never, it Hey, we, <laughs> not SVP, but, but it's never a, hey, we got this. It's a, hey, uh, there's been a request reached out. Would you like to do it? Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, that text is shot out immediately. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's not, hey, man, you're set up for six o'clock tonight. I want to say Coach Few was doing a live interview with Reese Davis in March when the news came down that the tournament was, in fact, canceled. Were you in the room for that? I was not. I was actually watching that here in my office, um, and I go, oh, hey, look, Coach Few's on ESPN. I had no idea he was going to be on ESPN. <laughs> oh, so that was so, – so they must – somebody must have texted him, yeah. Coach uh, has guys where he'll just set it up himself, which is easy for me, so – but yeah, I, I learned that one just uh, as everyone else did. What was that week like for you? So you and Rob were both in Vegas. Gonzaga played the last basketball game with fans, in, uh, coast to coast. You guys are on a flight back, and then the world starts falling apart. Like, how was that? What was your responsibility in telling people and talking to, I mean, media outlets in general? Yeah, we set up a press conference that afternoon with Mike Roth. And when that news came out, um, Mike kind of handled that press conference right the bat. And Coach Few doing that stuff publicly with Reese Davis, he basically had his statement out there already. So that was uh, easy enough. Uh, we didn't want to get the student athletes too involved in that one. That was hard enough. Um, but yeah, my, my father just passed away uh, before Vegas. So I was on a plane from Florida uh, back to Spokane. And the next day I flew to Vegas um, so I was all over Coronaville, uh, that week. So, uh, I had a little bitty cold after that, which who knows what that was now. Oh so, boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Roan dog, Roan dog uh, Henderson. Yeah. 
Are you traveling this year? Do you know yet? I don't know yet. Um, it would be interesting to see Coach Few handle uh, Zoom setup without somebody there, but you know, well, and we're we maybe this... Rob maybe Rob can go down and handle that for me. Oh, I'll handle anything you need to give me, brother. <laughs> uh so what were you saying though we'll we'll censor that one um uh so what i was gonna say is i lost my train of thought man i lost my train of thought um yeah, jack I mean, quickly oh, another question yeah well before you were on barry we were talking about how i mean your hands down well okay this is tough because when Nigel was uh, doing his redshirt transfer year, he took a lot of fashion risks. I mean, it, it, they didn't work for me, but I'm not very fashion forward. You know what I mean? Like he'd wear like the Slayer shirt and, and ripped jeans, yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Um, <laughs> he was really going for it. And a lot, but I guess it worked for a lot of people who, who are fashion forward. I think since you've been to Gonzaga, you've been consistently – the best dressed on the bench mm. outside of, you know what? Let me, let me pause there. You might've been tied with that. Who was that Eastern European coach who was with us for a couple of years and then bounce, you know what I'm talking Ricky? about? Very, oh, Ricky. Very, very tall, Flaw. handsome looking guy. <laughs> Ricky was Italian. First of all, yeah, European, yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're all the same. <laughs> he was, all the same. he was, <clears throat> but you know what? He was, he was well-dressed. He was taller than you. He was, uh, like, but he doesn't have that hair. Look at that long blonde, that, that nice blonde got hair. hair. But this you dude, do highlights are those highlights? No, man, just tips. Just okay. Okay. This dude used to wear no tie, white shirt, like with all the buttons down, exposing the exposing the waxed chest. That works for him in a big way. And I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just a casual fan. I don't, you know, Barry suit and tie, very profesh, and. What Rob and I were talking about earlier this year is we're, we're – I don't want to use the word disappointed, but we were disappointed in the lack of fashion on the bench over the last couple of years. Do you Are you with us on there? Yeah, I mean, it's that's a huge uh, decline when Nigel and Jeremy Jones leave. Uh, Jeremy Jones was another one, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those guys set the tone. Um, you got a, a couple of newcomers. Uh, Julian Strother, he's one of those – uh, ripped up jeans kind of guy. So maybe expect something from him. Um, hopefully he'll have a uniform on and he's not injured. So we were not going to see him in a suit, but, uh, yeah, coaching staff, um, TJ Benson, he, he wears a little flower tie. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Real sharp. Yeah. Real sharp. Gary Bell brings it every once in a while. See, I, I thought Gary was downplaying it. Maybe, maybe, maybe Gary will step it up a little bit. Well, he's been around TJ now for a little bit, so maybe okay. that that'll bring things up. Okay. How yeah. quick does the so Corey Kispert, CBS Sports preseason All American? Are you the first one to know that? Those kind of awards? Uh, yeah, they usually give us a, a day uh, heads up on that one, so we can get all of our releases and graphics ready. So, That's cool. Yeah. Do I don't to- have anything for you tomorrow. Okay. So I don't well, have today. shoot us a text next yeah. time it comes. Are you the one that gets to call Corey and let him know, or what? Yeah, I usually shoot those guys a text um, and say, "Hey, congrats! 
but it comes out tomorrow. So. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. But so it'll start here's the crazy. thing, Jack. You didn't know about Barry. You did nope. not know this about Barry, Jack. He was a hooper back in the day. You know, I was the white chocolate before the white chocolate. I've heard stories of of Sean Widmer and Barrett Henderson going to shoot around <clears throat> and then getting mixed up in a pickup game with a bunch of high school kids. And then Sean would tell the, Sean would tell the story four times over the next over the next couple of months. Where did you 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 went to school in Florida? Oh, and I how, did. Yeah, I went to high school in Florida. How often do you and Slim hit the courts of Spokane to abuse uh, prepubescent boys? Unfortunately, I've kind of hung things up. I've had three surgeries on my left knee, one on my right, so it's uh, it's tough. And I don't like to move slowly. Like my game was all speed because I was. Well, I am very short and weak, so um, yeah. But you got the, you got that sauce, brother. I heard you have the sauce. I, you've been playing with brothers all your life, and and you got you got game. You had that ball on a string. So when you when you watch point guards, just in college, do you get frustrated yourself? Like you're like, come on, man. I know you can do a better pass than that. Because I know there's, from there's, from a player standpoint, you you get frustrated. There's definitely times where I'll see a lane there, a pass could have been thrown, and I'm like, man, why didn't you try that? Like, see, uh, or hey, that was the opportune time for that uh, Rondo fake around the back, and they didn't do it. Barry so had some shit to his game, Jack. I heard he had that thing too. <laughs> it was on a string. Barrett yeah. Henderson, sports information director of Gonzaga. There has to be a time or two in your seven years there where whether it was, uh, you know, somebody on the radio, somebody on TV, somebody in print media who thought they had a story and, and put something false out there. You're, you're nodding. What happens if somebody is factually incorrect or do, does a coach or a player come to you and say, hey, what the hell? How did they get that? And then you go to them. What do you uh, say? Yeah, there was a. A misunderstanding that uh, coach was misquoted after, I think it was the Tennessee game in Phoenix. And it was a new writer like Yahoo. And uh, I just called the guy above him and was like, hey, this didn't happen. And we had a good enough relationship to where they took that line out. So uh, that's about the only time. But it was, yeah, that was, that was an error. How much media do you have to consume? Like, is it your job to go online and read all these articles and, you know, listen to all these shows? Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and that one was actually right after the game. Uh, read that one um, on Yahoo and was like, that's totally not what was said. So uh, do you, you get like notifications. Landed. Yeah. So I'm signed up for like alerts. Anytime Gonzaga or Zags is mentioned in any story, I get uh, I get an email. Damn. So you skim. I, I mean, you're not, you're, <laughs> let's be real. You're not, re, you're skimming. You're skimming these articles. You're going, you're looking for quotes. You're looking for quotes. Yeah, yeah, definitely quotes is the, yeah. the big one. I mean, yeah. I might chuckle something like, uh, hey, this might be a little bit of a rebuilding year. Like, all right, well, we'll see. 32 wins later. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, favorite WCC bar outside of Spokane. You're traveling around. You're, you, I can't miss Barr when you're in a WCO. Oh, he's not in here. He knows. So 
it closed. Uh, Jack, you knew the gold dust in San Francisco? Oh, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a Huddy favorite. That was great, man. They had great drink specials, uh, karaoke or live entertainment right there on the wharf. Uh, I enjoyed that one. Didn't 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 that close a while ago? It was like, well, last season we found out. We walked up and oh, yeah, okay. it was done. Okay. Yeah. But uh, that one, uh, we always have a good time at Dave Wong's, which is a restaurant in Stockton. Um, <laughs> probably not the best Chinese food out there, but it's, it's, it has its own highlights there, uh, there in Stockton. So. Yeah. Who's, the, who's the crew that goes out with you? I'm asking, I'm asking for the listeners. Uh, Josh Cox, Huddy, um, those guys, but yeah, those two guys, um, occasionally Mo will go with us when, um, he's, when he is able to party, (laughs) to go at our level, (laughs) doesn't already have, uh, some other hookup going on. Uh, change the subject here. When you're, when you're, (laughs) when you're out and about and you run into Zag fans in another, in another city because i I mean you guys more often than not you're wearing some kind of zag apparel do you encourage zag fans to come up and bs with you guys uh yeah we get a lot of that like if we're in town with some other zag fans like hey go zags and like what do you guys do and then we'll kind of get into that uh there was one funny time uh josh cox and i were walking in san francisco and this guy saw Gonzaga stuff and he started yelling at us overrated and way to blow in the national championship. And, uh, he had no affiliation to any school. So, yep, of uh, course. yeah. Shout out to being a bad team that makes the national championship. Yeah. My, my question from, uh, that I forgot about, um, what are you going to do with the media this year for home games? Yeah, so it's going to be completely different. Um, We're going to put them basically all in the uh, upper bowl, and it's going to be a lot of Zoom interviews post-game. Not really any contact with any of the players. You know, we had a great thing with open locker rooms for media after the game. We were one of the few teams that did that, uh, but definitely can't do that this year. Uh, So it'll be a Zoom post-game deal this year. Wow. Upper bowl. Upper bowl. Your favorite player of all time, Barry. I know your time is precious. We got to get you out of here soon. You look look super busy. Pretty tough to answer, Jack. I don't want to upset some people. I can tell you there's been guys who have been, I mean, I haven't worked with one bad player here, um, but there's some guys that stand out and just are unbelievable interviews that I never have to worry about. Nigel was like, he was unreal. Like coach called him the, the 45th president at the time. Like he walked up, boom, answer all the questions. Perfect. Never had to worry about it. Corey Kispert's right in that line. Um, but yeah, every single one of them have been awesome to work with off the court. Yeah. Do you, do you find it hard as your courtside for all these games, not to get caught up as a fan? Cause I, I mean, you have personal relationship with all these guys. So how quickly, for example, like Texas tech heartbreaking, you got to forget it. You got to go to work. Uh, West Virginia, you know, you got to forget it. Uh, the highest of highs, you got to forget it. You got to go to work. What I imagine that's, that's easier said than done. Or have you, have you gotten good at it? Uh, yeah, I mean, for sure. I, I go into every game, like, 
like I'm a fan. I, I, I'm shaking my legs, like shaking underneath the table during the game, especially that West Virginia game. Like I think we were down three uh, with under two to go. And I was like, I, I don't know if we're going to pull this off and it's yeah. going to suck if it ends right now. Um, like just stomach wasn't knots the whole game. Uh, there's times where you just get super frustrated. Like some team we're supposed to beat by 28 and we're up by 11. Like you get wrapped into that. Like, Hey, these guys are not playing like they're supposed to. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tough. Uh, it's a lot easier after wins though. Like that West Virginia game, everybody wanted to talk. Everybody wanted to be on the radio. Um, not so much, uh, after North Carolina and Texas tech though. Understandable. Yeah. Or St. Mary's, uh, two years ago in a tournament championship. That mm-hmm. one was tough. That was a weird one. Yeah, I'm always expecting, like, as a fan, like, hey, our run is coming. Like, okay, we've, we haven't played very well. Like, you do that thing where, like, oh, man, I don't think we're the number two team in the country right now. We're going to drop in the ratings even after we lose this game. But you're like, okay, then you get to that point where, hey, I just want to win. I don't care. Give me that right. 16-0 run. Let's get out of here. Yeah. yeah. Well, the WCC tournament, years you were, you were there when uh... – when we needed to beat BYU and St. Mary's to get into the tournament. Was that your second year, third year, early? So that was my second year with the women, but I was there helping out with the men. So okay. so, definitely remember that, yeah. So obviously the stakes couldn't be higher there. But uh, you were talking about two years ago, 2018. I mean, we were going to be a one seed. Uh, we, we had 30 wins under our belt. It's hard as a fan. I was watching and I was like, oh, we're going to lose. Like, whatever. Because then it's you're off for ten days. The WCC and the Zags are, are unique in that way because you know, we play our championship game at the very beginning of championship week for college basketball, and then we got to wait a whole week to selection Sunday, and then we got to wait four days to we're playing. So even if you build up momentum, you know it's it's gonna it's gonna fall off a little bit. But I remember thinking like, okay, we lost, shrugged it off. Is that are you like crestfallen? Are you bummed out or were the guys just kind of like, well, that's embarrassing. We should have beat St. Mary's handily, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's frustrating. Like, uh, that's like, you'll, well, first off for me personally, it, it's horrendous for my game notes. Like if we have like all these cool <laughs> you got everything going on, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where I could just change the number every time. Now I have to change the whole thing. So, uh, and I'm a guy who likes to work ahead on the next game notes. So I may have like a copy that already has us winning the game. So that's like, I just got to throw that whole thing out. Uh, but yeah, it's frustrating because, I mean, we're, we're better than that. Like, there was no reason why we needed to lose that tournament championship game. I mean, a lot of people were like, hey, you know, a loss is better in this time. Like, we lost to BYU on senior night. I mean, I was 30-0. Like, that, that's, that wasn't a good loss. See, like, that's, this is what I'm going back to. You get that little player coming out of you, Barry. I can yeah. see it. I see it already. i can can tell you that none of the teams i was on were any and oh like i don't even remember being one and oh so yeah barry the this season is a disappointment if uh it doesn't happen oh very political all right classic like we got to get this team on the court they're good like this team is good um i mean it's 2016 17 deep um I honestly think, like, you look at some of these preseason magazines that come out and say we have one of the best front courts. I think we have one of the best back courts in the country. A lot of people don't know how good Jalen is yet. I think he's going to step right in and do well. 
uh, a guy like Aaron Cook. A lot of people don't know about him, but he is a tremendous guy to uh, to be there to support Jalen. He's going to get a lot of good minutes. Uh, he's not as quick as Ryan Woolridge was, but he's got a lot of experience there. It's going to be good. There you have it. Ringing an endorsement from Barry Henderson, the sharpest looking sports information director in the West Coast Conference. See how I mm. took all those acronyms and just said them out like S-I-D-W-C-C. It just sounds more official when you when you pronounce all the acronyms to their fullest. Barry, appreciate your time, buddy. Anything you got for us? Uh, I wish I could give you some breaking news. Yeah, um, come on. You know, what the hell, dude? Hey, craziness in the kennel, November 12th. Here we go. How crazy oh, is, the, cra- go. How, how crazy is the, is the craziness going to be? It's just going to uh, be like an be, open practice, right? It'll be like kind of like um, mild in the kennel uh, this year. Not mm-hmm. quite cra- craziness because mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be no fans. So it can only get so crazy. Are you going to um, – are there still going to be like wild – player introductions have you figured that out yet those are in discussion we're doing some cool things since it's a tv broadcast where it's not going to be so much here on the court uh but it'll be fun for fans to watch at home there you have it well done barry hey thanks rob i can't wait to see you at work again man i'm at work i'm at work man my hands are always i'm doing stuff i just do it from home now baby jack this guy used to come in once a day and sit in my office and just BS it up for like five minutes. And that was the highlight of my day. I'd be, I was here like Costanza, just. So like here's my thing. Busy. Here's my thing. I can't just come into your office without a mask. And I have to do, I, I'd be going from office to office, spreading whatever. No, I think that's, just come to my office, man. I think, that's what, I think that's what everybody misses about going into work is it's, it's, Hard the coffee, city. the coffee talk, the coffee talk, the BSing, the, it helped those, those little moments, those little recesses at work, make it easier to go back and, to work and, you know, get into the rat race stuff. It's nice. To have hey, well, there's an empty office across the way, Rob. Let me you know, just man. get my name on there. Who do you need to talk to? Who do I need to talk to to get my name on there? It's got a window. I don't even have a window. Oh, that's, oh, if you can give me that office, I'm in, I'm there. Okay. Barry Henderson, Rob, do you have something to uh, to take us yeah. out? Yeah, do not dwell in the past. Do not dream in the future. Just concentrate on the present. From the corner, and it's over. Gonzaga, the slipper still fits. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.